Well, how are you, Michael? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> great. It's been so long. It's been a week. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, is this what people have to? This is what people have to do when they're on a reality TV show. I think that on Drag Race all the time, where they're yeah. like, "Well, it's last new, week last I did week, this." Yeah, it's like, like, "No, girl, that was two days ago." That was two days ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. It's funny they even remember to keep saying things like that. Yeah, because um, I feel like I'd have a hard time. Totally. Um, um, maybe they give them some training in the beginning, like guys, before you go into the workroom today, remember if you're referring to yesterday's, just say last week. <laughs> yeah. Let's practice. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what's new with you? What's been going on? Anything new? Oh God. What is new with me? Uh, not much. Just trying to like, you know, focus on my gardening, get a lot of things growing. Um, I'm really stoked to have, you know, this, we moved into this house last year in May, so it was a little too late to start things. So now I have like, uh my moments to be out there and be my my green witchy self and that's great you know getting my hands in the dirt it feels really good so good yeah i've been focusing on that a lot and yeah Mm. just excited for pride and right all things pride that's Um, awesome yeah yeah. i'm excited for it too i mean i so okay we haven't had a parade we didn't have a parade in obviously 2020 or 2021 so the last parade was on 2019 i was at my house on my way about to get get into an uber for that parade and one of my good friends uh texted me being like it's an emergency i am in so much pain like my friend's back went out really bad so i had to like drop all my plans go out there help them go to the er and get like a steroid injection into their back like it was wild um so i spent the day doing that so that means the last time i've actually done pride was 2018 so wow it's been that long and i remember when i took my friend like of course i will sacrifice a stupid pride to help my friend who's in a lot of pain and needs to go to the er like no question no worries but like i was thinking oh, I can't wait for Pride next year. Next year, I'm going to do it. You know, I won't won't have done anything in 2018 or 2019. And then COVID, and then it's just been so long. So I'm very pent up and ready to, you know, be at the parade. I'm not going to march this time. I actually haven't been to the parade without being in it since a very long time, because the last three Prides I went to, I was in the parade. So I'm happy to just be a bystander, watch, cheer people on. I have a couple of yeah. friends in it. And then, you know, block party, go see Willow Pill, really just do it up and have a great pride. I'm excited. Well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I'm really sorry my back went out that year, but. I know, I know. Like, I'm <laughs> planning on my back going out. I'm like, it wasn't, I'm sorry. It wasn't me, guys. It wasn't you me. have a husband. <laughs> You're like, can he take care of it for you, please? Uh, pretty sure Scott got you. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. So. Well, um. Recently, I got something in the mail that I was so excited that came. Okay. And I've told you several times that I have become obsessed with like, they're called BL, Boys Love, like gay Thai romance shows on YouTube. Okay. And I watched one that like really stuck with me. It's called Bad Buddy. It's like one of my favorite TV shows now. Um, And I bought the DVD box set when they announced it, right? Right. And um, it was funny because Scott was like, why did you buy like DVDs? Like, why? Like, who cares? (laughs) And I was like, if it's ever taken down from YouTube, like that's why yeah. I still have my Buffy DVDs. Cause I'm like, yeah. if they ever go off Hulu, I would freak mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And so also it's like, not just a DVD box set. It came with like all this extra stuff. Mm-hmm. It was $50. I also <laughs> had to pay $50 shipping because it was coming from Thailand. Oh my God. Amazing. It was worth it. So I know that listeners can't see this, but I'm going to show you. So this is the box that it came in, oh my right? God. So and it's like you... two boys about to kiss. Yeah, of course. Um, One of them has like a finger over his mouth, like, Shh. ooh. And then there's all these post-it notes that are in the show. So like, it's like a happy face, but if you turn it the other way, it's a frowny it's face. A frown, yeah. And so he has, he has this like um door hanger on his uh, doorknob that you can turn either way. And so I have that, it's on my doorknob. But when you open this box, this is insane. Oh, it it's like a pop-up book. Yeah, it's like a pop-up kind of diorama of the two boys, like, mm-hmm. it's so great. And then it comes with all this stuff. It, that was like the door hanger thing. And then it uh, comes with, like, a bookmark and uh, these cards. It comes with, like, all these postcards that are in this, like, frame you can stand up. Cool. It comes with, like, a whole set of posters. Oh, my God. And then... Is that signed? Com- yeah, the two of them are signed. And then it comes with this photo book that's like an official photo book of the show. Jeez. And it has all these like behind the scenes photos from it and like all these like um, stories in it from like the cast and stuff. And the last thing, of course, is like the DVDs. 
yeah which are like there's like seven of them and one of them is like um you know like behind the scenes stuff and music videos and whatever it was worth it girl I was so, so there's excited. gotta be like quite the fandom for this oh you know it's insane it's yeah so um it's funny because you know you see stuff trending on twitter and whatever and and half the time you recognize it, you're like, you know, you'll see like Britney trending or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. whatever, something must be happening. And then sometimes you see something trending and I think you don't even notice because you don't know what it is. And you're like, whatever. Yeah. But, but like all the time now, and maybe it's, maybe it's Twitter's algorithm or something like, I don't know. But all the time now I see stuff trending from these shows, actors' names, okay. like the titles of the shows. And so it's just kind of crazy, I think, to... um have this whole like world opened up to me yeah and now I'm like learning Thai <laughs> fun yeah and I feel like I mean I've watched seven series now like seven different series um seven different I'm, series based different, that are dif- seven different tv series that are gay romances from Thailand. gotcha from yeah. Thailand yeah um and I have a list of almost 30 of them that I wow. want to watch I had and no idea fun- and it's funny because like there's okay to give you an idea I just watched one, which is like my second favorite one. It's called two, number two, Together, the series, right? Okay. And usually they run like 12 episodes and then they're done. It's kind of like, uh-huh. a, like a Mexican telenovela, right? They just uh-huh. like limited. This one, because it was so popular, they made a second season called Still Together. Okay. And then they made a movie called Together, the movie. <laughs> now, the main star of it, um, in, in Thailand, a lot of people go by nicknames. Mm-hmm. And this guy's nickname is Bright, like light, bright, right? Mm-hmm. And Ariana Grande has like 4 million followers on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. This actor has 15 million followers on Instagram. Jesus. All the other Thai actors, like, like BL series actors, they have like, like four, 4 million like Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like, it's this, I can't believe there's this entire industry in Thailand of like gay romance TV shows. Yeah. And the, I, I was, I was telling someone else and after this, I'll shut up about it, but the BL genre started mainly in comics in like, I think Japan. And it and was BL, this boy love genre. Boy, yeah. Boy, boys okay. love, which is ugh, I boys love. I, okay. yes, I hate the way that sounds <laughs> gross, but um, it's the BL genre. It started in Japan and it was like started by women okay. in comics mm-hmm. and women would make comics with the intended audience being also straight women of okay. like male, male romance. Right. And I understand that on some level, young women might want to watch a romance show where they are not the object of pursuit. Mm, sure. You know what I mean? Sure. So I get that. But the thing that something about it has also not sat well with me for a long time. I'll, well, obviously it went from comics into TV shows and um, they have this genre. They also have Korean and Japanese BL shows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, I watched one from Japan where like it was 10 episodes of flirting. And then as the two boys were about to kiss at the end, like elevator doors closed on them. And I was like, are you serious? We never get to see them kiss or anything? Like, what the fuck? And so um, the thing that I realized didn't sit well with me is that I don't think it's impossible for a straight man to do this, but I don't know how excited I would be about seeing a TV series that was like girl-girl romance mm-hmm. made by a straight man intended for a straight male audience. Yeah, that's completely different. And you know, like in, in a way, there's almost like a fetishization, I think, of yes. like this boy's love thing. But Bad Buddy, the one that I just got the DVD box set of, was written and directed by a gay man intended for a gay male audience. Okay. And I was like, this is great because it's, there's all these tropes and stereotypical mm-hmm. things that happen in these romances. One of, there's like always a clear like top and bottom. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I'm doing away with that shit. He's like, that's not happening in this series. You know, I want, I want it to feel different. I want it to mm-hmm. be like, you know, something that gay men would really enjoy. It's opened YouTube up into this entirely different platform for me because there are people who do reaction videos. The director mm. of all those episodes gets together with his gay friends and they watch every episode and comment on it. Fine. Like there's so much content that it's helping me still go to the gym because <laughs> that's okay. like my BL, <laughs> yeah. my BL hour. It's like sure, when sure. I watch those shows. Fine. And what's funny is that they just made another series called mama go go <laughs> and it's not gay but it stars all the guys from the gay shows as go-go dancers in a club that okay. run by this woman i mean that sounds amazing like, i know and i'm like okay well i'll still watch this one then. yeah <laughs> so like a drama based in a club with yeah. go-go dancers that uh-huh. sounds great yeah that um the fun. other thing that really kind of hit me was that um 
the, these shows are constructed really well. There's like never a loose end. Everything is set up and there's a great payoff for all those setups. And I felt, I felt like it really helped me sort of add to the Rolodex of kind of like tips and tricks and whatever for my own writing. Mm-hmm. And the structure, it's just been interesting to watch TV shows that aren't just from like the US or the UK. Yeah, totally. You know, mm-hmm. so anyway, I'm obsessed now. <laughs> Love it. Love and, it. And yeah, I got my DVDs and I'm super happy. Great. Love yeah. that. Oh, something that I realized that I, did, I didn't even expect to talk about this, but um, real quick, can we talk about Drag Race and the All-Stars? Yes. Let's do it. So when it premiered, I uh, I went to see it at the Clinton Street Theater mm. with Jinx Monsoon. And we got to watch the, we got to watch the first two episodes with Jinx in the room. Um, we paid like the little, like, I mean, the the like general admission was like 20 bucks, but if you paid like 30 bucks, you get good Judy seats. So you're in the first three rows. Awesome. So we went in and just picked like the farthest to the right, just like, we're not gonna try to be crazy. Um, and we ended up sitting right in front of Jinx. She was like three feet in front of us. Nice. And, um, you know, we didn't get to like interact with her, but we got to stare at her a lot. <laughs> and, and just, you know, seeing her in person, uh, I met, I have met her before, but it was like when her season was new in season five. Um, she's so beautiful. I mean, and and Shiv did say like, oh, you're so pretty, my friend. And she was like, well, I'm wearing a lot of makeup. But um, I just like was admiring her wig and just like where she's come. She looked incredible. And like being in the room with her, watching the first two episodes of All Stars, All all Winners um, was so cathartic because I've been such a fan of hers for so long. I've always said for years and years, God, if Jinx competed again, she would kill it. And I and knew she, she would, is. and she is. And to watch Snatch Game with oh my her, God. with her in the room with us, and we didn't know how Snatch Game was going to go. You know, this was the night it premiered, so we didn't we didn't see all the reactions online. So hard. I've never laughed so hard. Oh my God! I mean, I was like that. Like looking back at that night, I was like, was it that good, or was it just because I was with her? But it was that good. Yeah. And and we got to watch her, you know, play these parts. Um, be Judy Garland, uh, be Natasha Leone, and absolutely murder it with all winners who are all doing really well. And for her to still exceed above them all. And the whole audience gave her a standing ovation. Oh, wow. And it was like, I mean, I had goosebumps. People were crying. We were just like, look at our local queen being the best of the best of the best. Like, it was so fun to like be That's in the awesome. same room with her. And she would like stop and tell stories about like, you know, how, what it was like to record that episode and she was saying how um the day with the snatch game she had she was going to be Meryl Streep that was her plan oh wow um and then like last minute she was like actually I want to do Judy Garland but one of her good friends uh who's a local drag queen or I think in Seattle does Judy Garland all the time so she reached out to her and was like do you care that I'm kind of going to be like adapting what you do but for Snatch Game, and she was like, you have my full blessing, do it, girl, you'll kill it. And then she had someone make her Judy Garland wig that day. It was all oh, wow. very last minute thrown together. And then it's like known as like a master class of Snatch Game now. So crazy. I just want to say I'm so proud of her and I love her. And it's it was really fun to see her in person and watch the beginning of it. I think she's going to win. I think she's going to win too. I think even if she doesn't win, she has still won. I'll tell you this. When... Rue experienced that snatch game I think because I think Rue makes up her mind pretty early mm-hmm. in a season like you could see that last season with Willow Pill I think she was like yeah. okay you're gonna win you're gonna win and I think that was probably going through Rue's mind after snatch game mm-hmm. but I think after the like fairy tale improv challenge oh my god Rue was probably like oh this is over yeah this is all over because of when her ear falls off and she's <laughs> like the stress is getting to me. jesus christ you're then gonna have to Ruth speak up she's like you're gonna speak up i am yeah i, I can only hear you Ruth, half as well <laughs> she made rue break character yeah yeah that was great yeah, yeah. i'm so excited and even in the episode where she like didn't do as great at, on the sewing challenge she, she still somehow made it funny and she commented on how like, well, this is the weakest I'll ever be. So yeah, good luck. Right. <laughs> um, I thought that was great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited for her. Anyway, that's all. But that's all. It's been really fun to watch. Oh, good. 
Um, there's a book that I think we should talk about because it's been, I mean, talk about pop culture. It's yeah. been in the news very much. When you were a kid, did you yeah. ever do the Pizza Hut book it thing? No, because I was like, that's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't read books. <laughs> I mean, I was like, pizza and books? Sure. Totally. I remember yeah. it being a thing. I remember, I mean, my memory of Pizza Hut is they had the X-Men like you get free comic books if you order their pizzas. And right. that, that was like my first X-Men comic I've ever gotten. That's the only connection I have to like Pizza I remember Hut reading. that Pizza Hut had these plastic puppets from Land Before Time and uh, Beauty and the Beast. Okay. And I still have the Beauty and the Beast one over here. Fun, it's crazy. Fun. But yeah, that was definitely from Pizza Hut in like the 90s. Yeah. I had a fold-out X-Men poster from Pizza Hut That's that awesome. I had forever. Anyway. I So like I kind of want... I kind of just for cheesy fun night want to go to a pizza. Like when was the last time you were in a pizza hut? The thing is, okay, through random courses of events, uh, Michael has some long lost relatives he didn't know he had for reasons. Um, and one of them ends up being this like CEO of Pizza Hut. Oh, wow. And And he talks about how it was his like, last ditch effort to keep pizza hut as a family restaurant where you go and like have the salad bar and you like sit down and now it's really turning more into like fast food um so sure. I, I don't i don't think it'd be the same experience yeah. that we remember like i i loved the like low hanging lights over the table and the like checkered everything and i, I just there i love a, a good after... salad bar yeah, we would go there a lot after like church events as a kid. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So I have like, I guess, nostalgia about that. Um, well, I mean, speaking of the Bucket program, I didn't bring it up just because of, you know, I like pizza and reading. Yeah. But, yeah. but um, <laughs> one of our friends has a book yeah. that uh, recently was released. Um, Levi Hastings is the illustrator of this book. And it was written by Jonathan Hillman. And this book is called Big Wig. Levi, first of all, sweetest person in the world. Yeah. He's Incredible. amazing. Yeah, like you've introduced him to him a few times at Comic-Cons and when we go to Seattle. He's amazing. I love his art. His art is like all over my house. It's like watercolor dinosaurs. He's so, yeah. so talented and such a sweetheart. Yeah, super incredible, amazing person. Really good friend of mine. I stay with him when I go to Seattle. Um, I went and like when I went up and saw Pangina yeah. performing in Seattle, I stayed at his house. We went together, you know, it was, it was great. Yeah, he's, um, and he's lovely. When I saw him, he gave me some copies of Bigwig. Yeah. And it's this great, great, fun, colorful, beautiful book Yeah, about a big wig that this boy finds and like the power that it gives him to, you know, have confidence and be himself. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's just a really sweet book. And, you know, of course, because of the content of what it's about, the like MAGA turds got wind so of it. So Pizza Hut added it to their book at yeah. least mm -hmm. yeah which is like them and uh, did they do that for pride or is it just because no, i don't think so i think just because so pizza hut endorses levi's book and then trumpers are are like furious are like <laughs> yeah they've come for it oh my god and i just find it so ridiculous like so silly my first thought is like don't these people have anything else to do or like bigger fish to fry bigger issues to deal with like this is not well i i okay because for me it's the same issue as like um cartoons that have like gay characters in them yeah the right wing you know nutsos freak out mm -hmm. and what that tells me is that they think that you know, a uh, queer identity is all about sex and yeah. that there's going to be sex in this and that we're mm -hmm. trying to convert children and this mm -hmm. and that as if, as if little kids aren't asked all the time, like, do you have a boyfriend? Do you oh have a girlfriend? You're going to be a looker. You're going to be in the, for the when ladies. They're like blah, blah, blah. two. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> and it's just not the case. I feel like I remember when, not to take it there, but I remember when like the Pulse shooting happened, I was talking to my friend mm -hmm. Hamish, who coincidentally, everybody, by the time this comes out, will likely have a show on Netflix called Dead End Paranormal Park, starring Coco Peru as one of the voices. And um, it has a trans character as the lead of this animated series. Mm, fun. And when Pulse happened, Hamish talked about, that. like, he's like, the reason that I strive so hard to put queer characters in content for children is because the first time that someone sees two people of the same gender showing affection for each other, it should not be as an adult. 
Yeah. And that was a big contributing factor to what that guy mm-hmm. at the pulse shooting did was that he was so freaked out by seeing the, these people, mm-hmm. you know, be affectionate toward each other. Mm-hmm. He couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I just find that so interesting. It's like when like gay children become gay adults mm-hmm. <laughs> and gay children, if they don't see themselves reflected back in media, mm-hmm. the message they are receiving is that they don't exist. Yeah. And, and 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 straight children should see gay couples right just as much you know that's, absolutely they they need to see <clears throat> that be normalized so that it's not something that's like oh my god i turned 21 i went to a gay bar i saw two guys making out it was crazy i mean i think that's what they're afraid of right is that yeah this, is that kids will see it and it will be normalized right right but oh well that's what needs to happen yeah and the fucking uh, not to curse, but the ban on drag queens to be around minors. Oh my gosh. I mean, I first, first, okay. I, we operate through memes now. Right. Yeah. And I posted a couple, one was, um, right wingers saying that they won't allow their kids at, at drag shows being like, and then it was just pictures of little girls in beauty pageants made up like drag queens. Yeah. yeah. Like, what do you think that is? That's drag girl. And that is sexualizing and, a child just as- like, uh, They're wearing lashes and makeup and they're like f- five years old. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is that like, some right-wing politician tweeted, like, take your children to church, not to drag shows. And I'm like, and of course everybody's responding this way too, but mm-hmm. it's like, how many children have been abused in church? And how many children versus, have died in school? Yeah, versus like, I don't know, at a drag show. Plus, drag is an art form. And, right. it, and, and like, say like theater, say mm-hmm. like movies, mm-hmm. say like concerts. Are children supposed to go to all concerts, all movies, all theater? No, but there are some movies yeah. that kids can go to. There are some right. theater shows. So if a, if a kid's going to go to like the library and have like a drag queen read a story to them, who cares? Who cares? But yeah, maybe, um, I don't think anyone's advocating for taking your children to a, a gay bar. <laughs> well, and that's kind of where I come from too, is like, okay, yeah, if you're going to have a drag queen at an event, like, of course, they're going to, they are adults, they are, they understand how to be like around children. Yeah. Um, and also, how much of a problem is this really right now? Like, you know, it's to most, distract from other stuff. It is, that's because problem. most drag shows are in bars late at night where kids are not allowed. Like this is not a like insidious thing spreading across the country that we need to like make the stand for that they, I'm just like, how many times has this become even an issue? What has come yeah. out of this? Literally nothing. And like, I will have, say, yeah. Like, have you seen a Bugs Bunny cartoon? Like, where do you draw the <laughs> right. line? Like, I don't understand to be like, oh, if a guy puts a wig on, it's like, get the kids away. Like, there's a man wearing a wig. Like, what do we even consider drag? Are we considering like drag kings? Are we, what about like non-binary? Like, well, right. they're, they're- like nobody, nobody, I mean, maybe they do, but I don't see it. Nobody cries about like Medea or Mrs. Doubtfire. Thank or you. White chicks. Constant, or, you know, like <clears throat> constantly yeah. because men it's in why drag. because it's a straight man making fun of like because what, it's know, like, because it's the, the, the diminishing the people like but I also don't think that some, a movie like Mrs. Doubtfire is demeaning because like that that whole character like learns the power of becoming a good dad through yeah playing this other character this woman it just it shows that they literally do not know what drag is they don't know yeah. what that is because it's impossible to draw a line for what is and what isn't. And it's obviously based on, you know, horrific judgments of what it is and saying that it is like a sex show or that like a drag queen is basically a stripper. Like, like that's just not true. And they've never been to a drag show or met a drag queen or, you know, have any references of what they're saying. So fine, have your band, but it's like, it's the most stupid thing I've ever seen. I will say this until, (laughs) until Republicans, um, full on outlaw guns, mm-hmm. 100%. I don't want to hear about your concern for the children. No, I do not care. I can't hear about it. Um, I don't want to hear about your concern for children, unborn children. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear your concern for children going to drag shows. No, nope. I don't want none of it. None. Nope. Because you, you obviously don't care about the children. Yeah. Your kid will literally statistically is safer with a drag queen than at school or at church. Like right. based on facts, that's the truth. Like also for every like Nina West there is, 
there's a drag queen like Trixie who's like, I did not get into drag so that I could hang out with your children. So it's yeah, not like all drag yeah, queens no, want to hang out with kids. That's not the purpose of drag. Like they're not right. trying to infiltrate like schools. It's just yeah. not even an issue. I, that's why I just don't understand. It's, and it also honestly yeah. makes me want to bring a drag queen to my school because the parents there would be like, hell yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I know. Why not? Ugh. Well, yeah. Ugh. on a lighter note. <laughs> Yeah. Go check out Big Wig. It's a fun book. Everybody yeah. 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 Yes. Um, please. And just support, show the support. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about another MCU thing? <laughs> let's do it because it's been a while and it, it was on my mind right when I saw it. But yeah. uh, well, let's uh, talk a little bit about Doctor Strange. Okay. And the Great. multiverse of madness. What did oh you my think? God. Um, so I have mixed feelings. I don't give it a stamp of I loved it. Uh, I, I was entertained. It wasn't something that I felt like I needed to watch again right away, which is usually the case for these level, like this level of an MCU movie. Um, so I was very excited about this movie. I've been anticipating it forever since the last, since they announced that it was even going to happen and that there was going to be this Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch crossover combination movie. I was like, hell yes. And they're doing the multiverse. And they've both been involved in it. That makes sense. They're going to team up. They're going to be this like unstoppable force together, having to defeat something or like figure something out, you know, and seeing the end of WandaVision, how Doctor Strange shows up to where Wanda is. And he's like, I need your help. You know, I understand like you've under you've you've been experiencing the multiverse. You understand it on some level. I was like, hell yes, I can't wait. And then you see it. And she is just the villain. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry, but I don't buy it. Like my- It was pers- a lot of people's criticism. Yeah, because the going from the intense grief and pain and sincerity that she feels in WandaVision to this- Yeah. Feels uh, for a lot of people, I think, too sudden. Yeah, and, and I felt, yeah. Go ahead. I think, you know, that book is supposed to corrupt you, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. And if she'd been using it for a year- Sure. Why not just a quick scene that shows us that over the course of a year, this book is what did that to her because of her intense grief. Right. You know, like that right. would have helped me feel like it wasn't so sudden, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that when she was like going all crazy, I was kind of like fierce work. Yes. Oh, mama, totally. We are Love trying it. to get Wiccan and Hulkling in these. In these yes. Like, kill them. Kill them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. It was but, fun. Um, but I will say that like some of the pacing felt a little weird to me. I'm like the, Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't remember his name, but like the Sorcerer Supreme. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why are you hanging off this cliff for like literally half an hour? You can make Seriously. dragons shoot out your hands. You can't Seriously. make like a magic ladder or something. I don't Seriously. Know. Um, well, yeah, after, okay. Cause like when we first meet Wanda, it's her and her brother and it's in Age of Ultron and her brother tragically dies. And she, yeah. that's like the first time you see her snap and she's so like insane and she gets powerful and you see her go through this like, you know, tragic event. And then she falls in love with Vision and then we see WandaVision and then it's like another layer of tragedy and loss and grief. And I felt like through these processes, we see her understand that that she's embracing her dark side and she's understanding that like through grief, you find how strong you are. And I felt like we'd already been through such a huge story arc with her that I wasn't emotionally available to go through another one of her being this like seeing her being a tormented soul I'm sorry it gets a little tired and I I just want more for her I think that she deserves more and and it felt a little two-dimensional to like keep her in that space of she's having such a tragic response like she's already learned so much I just didn't I didn't believe that she would be this uh, narrow-minded after everything she'd been through. Do you think that she's past redemption, like in these movies? Like, do you think they'll try to make her good again? Or do you think that like she's gone too far? I don't know. I mean, I don't think she's gone too far. I think at the end of the day, she 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 did learn her lesson and Doctor Strange was understanding. I don't think she has like completely ruined any chance because, you know, I don't feel like she like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. She... They bring in all these characters that we've been waiting to see forever. So we can get into that because we're in a multiverse now where we see 
I mean, Mr. Fantastic of the Fantastic Four. We see an actual Black Bolt instead of the crappy one from the TV show. We see uh, Cap- uh, Captain, uh, Carter. Captain Captain Carter. And a different, a different Captain Marvel. Yeah, a different a Captain prof- Marvel. A professor, a live action Professor Xavier from the X Men cartoon. <laughs> I mean, we knew that was coming. We heard his voice in the trailer. But to see the yellow chair in the green oh. suit, I was like, we could have had this all along. <laughs> all along. Did you die and when the X Men theme came on when he came in? Died. So I was in the theater squealing, and I and like I was the only one who got that reference because when the chair comes out, it it like so subtly goes da 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 and I was like Whatever you're killing you me from me you everything. <laughs> oh my god I never thought about that. I'm your baby tonight I'm your baby. those are the words to the song <laughs> that's to the X-Men theme yeah <laughs> um I died uh I also was like you know Patrick Stewart is tired like he's yeah he, he's he's like needs to you know he's let him I'm, rest let him rest I'm glad he came back. It was really satisfying. And I love John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. I didn't know that was going to happen. I, I mean, was that that was the one thing that I that was spoiled for me. Really? I was mad, but I, whatever. I, I had heard about the fan casting of him in yeah. that role. And I was like, perfect. Love it. And his wife, Emily Blunt, being a uh, invincible woman. Mm, I was that'd like, be cool. that'd yeah. be really cool. I didn't think that would actually happen. And then seeing him come in, I was like, hell yes. Yeah. But th- again, they're showing us fan- all these characters that we've been waiting to be in the MCU for how long? 15 years, it feels like. Um, and then they die. <laughs> they yeah. all die. Boom, 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 boom. And that felt to me like, okay, you gave me a little morsel and then you took it away. So, I- But they were all from different you know universes so sure. it's not like we can't get the ones from our universe to come in here soon and but then i don't know can we are they are they in our universe are they in the main i think so i think what will happen is that um i think what they could do is um have the fantastic four take place in like you know the late 90s early 2000s and have them go into space have something happen to them and then they come back now okay okay so that'd that, cool. that would explain why they've been gone mm-hmm. but i think that the mutants will likely be from a different m- multiverse they kind of have in, to you know be. or from universe and come into this one yeah, yeah. they can't um, have been existing this whole time right with ultron and thanos <laughs> like everything yeah. happening and they just never stepped in well because when they did the eternals they had to spend so much time being like yeah um where have you all been you're fine right 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 god yeah, yeah. There, i mean um, there was there was very satisfying moments. I was really happy with, you know, the the Scarlet Witch being a badass. Cause I did love in the Age of Ultron when she was like going around and like being insidious in people's minds and like, yeah. you know, you know, it was fun to see that side of her that we haven't seen in a while. Um, right. But yeah, I still felt like it was, too, she deserved better. I would have rather it been like Doctor Strange and her are teaming up and then, you know, she's, trying to like bring back her kids and maybe he's helping her and then maybe he realizes how wrong it is later like rather than be just like instantly yeah i didn't expect that the movie would be about the scarlet witch Mm -hmm. trying to get america chavez yeah right like i didn't literally that yeah because they're she's like chasing her the whole movie yeah that's literally the movie what did you think of america I liked her. It was fun to see the star-shaped holes. She had the look. She had the motorcycle for a second. She didn't say Chico enough or at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it just in the comic books, it's like every sentence she calls everyone a Chico. And like, yeah. I don't know. I, I liked her. I, I, thought, I, I did thought too. I, again, I feel like it was a decent place for her to start. Mm-hmm. Because because in the comics, she's like flying. She's like punching holes in reality. Totally. Kicking yeah, yeah. Butt. And I think a lot of people were like, this is not my America. She hid behind Doctor Strange and you know she's not as powerful and I'm like it has to start somewhere yes yes and also she's cast kind of young yeah and it's like yeah if they plan to keep this character around in the MCU for a while she's gonna age she's gonna get a little bit older everybody chill out yeah yeah so well they're really setting up the young Avengers because if we have America Chavez we have Miss Marvel we have uh we have Kid Loki Kid Loki. Loki Got, oh, we uh, did, yeah. Yeah, we've got Hawkeye. We got Hawkeye in the series. We also, Ant Man's daughter, stature in the Captain America uh, 
Which, Winter Soldier show. Mm-hmm. They had um, Patriot, like Patriot. The, the young guy. Um, we have Wiccan. Wiccan, yep. Um, I uh, think Scarlet, Hulk, Scarlet Witch's son. Maybe Hulkling will show up in the Marbles since they're going to be in space and have right. Kree and stuff. Like, or Secret Invasion, I think, is going to be all about the Kree. So okay. maybe he'll be in that. Okay. Um, but yeah, we've got we've got enough of them now. They've basically like, set up the whole team. Oh, did you mention Ant-Man's daughter? Yes, yeah, stature, yeah. where she can so, get really big instead mm-hmm. of really small. And so Scarlet Witch's sons are Speed and Wiccan, yep. and they'll come back at some point. And Wiccan is gay and is and in- And so is Speed. <laughs> is he really? Are they yeah. both? Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't realize that. Yep. Um, that's really funny. Because in the um, comics, he's dating a bisexual guy named Prodigy, and uh, he's really, really smart. So their like, couple name is Think Fast. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So yeah, we got some queer characters. I mean, America Chavez is not, I don't think she's yeah, queer. She is. She yeah. is? She's okay. a lesbian. Oh, okay. And she was raised yep. by lesbians. Yep. Right. Which I love that they brought that into the movie. Oh, I was so pissed. I had to use a bathroom. So I missed the part with uh, her moms. Uh, so God. I have to see it again. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, there, could, I, mean, I mean, why don't they bring Miles Morales into the MCU? I, right? Like popular enough. Totally. You know? I know. Um, you know what I, I think they, they might they would probably do since they would want it to ensure that it's successful is that Spider-Man, the the Tom Holland Spider-Man is mm-hmm. probably young enough that they would be like, well, why doesn't he like put them together and lead it or something? Sure. But I'd rather Miles Morales be in it. Me I don't too. know. Me too. Um, Not that he was ever in Young Avengers, but <laughs> no, right. Um, I did feel like there was like it was a weak plot line of she's just going to take over the life of another Scarlet Witch in another universe. Cause I'm like, you don't think that that Scarlet Witch is going to fight just as hard as you're going to fight. Or like how you're not going to have any qualms about that, about like killing yourself or like taking these children away. Like you're going to create the same kind of trauma that you're going through. Like what it just, it didn't make. They kind of, yeah. And that's kind of how the movies resolved too. mm -hmm. It's like, you're going to, you know, you say you want these children, but like, you're not their mom. Yeah. You're, you know, their mom is that Wanda. Right. But I also was, I was under the impression that Wanda in the comics is, I think what they call like a nexus being Mm -hmm. where she's like the only one kind of like America Chavez in the movie Mm. where like there aren't other Wanda's. Interesting. And so they did that for like America, I guess. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I don't know. I thought it was fun. So I'll probably watch it again, but I'll wait until it's like, you know, out on disney plus yeah. or something yeah i did i also didn't understand um what that like place was that she ended up where there was like a statue of her i don't know there are just some parts that i was like oh wondergore mountain yeah i was like i don't yeah. even i don't even know what's happening anymore now she's like <laughs> she's at this place with a huge statue of herself and these guardians that are monsters well, and then and, like, like the sorcerer supreme is like oh but she destroyed it in like every reality i'm like how if she couldn't even like access herself and everything i was like whatever fine just whatever there's a lot of that like whatever fine vibe yeah. throughout the whole movie like mm-hmm. sure 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 i did you know they, there was a lot of little nods towards things that you know comic book nerds will know like you know seeing yeah. a, a zombie doctor strange you know there's like a whole you know comic book about um yeah. everyone becoming a zombie or certain slow or superheroes becoming zombies so yeah I don't know. Can I, yeah. um, big spoiler, everybody, big spoiler and credit scene. Can I just say, I gay gasped when Charlize showed up? Yeah. Just having she was her. My, she was my fan cast for like Emma Frost. Yeah. Because oh I think she God. would like make uh-huh. that character kind of amazing. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, she's playing Clea, like the, um, sometimes in the comics, she's Sorcerer Supreme. But I'm excited to see her. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because if someone asked me who my favorite action star is, I would say Charlize. Yeah. Because she's done so many action movies and people I don't think still see her that way. Yeah. I when I saw her, I was like, wait, she's not in the MCU. Like I I just assumed that she was. I I wanted her to play um Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Because I think there's how do I put this? Um, you know, uh Robert Downey Jr., um, Mark Ruffalo. Um, you know, like, I think they're, they're like a bit, they're not old, but like they're older. Yeah. But then when they cast the women in the MCU, they cast them like a whole generation younger. And I'm like, yeah. what are you saying about like, like a woman in her fifties can't be a super, like who cares? I mean, like, I wanted, I wanted Katie Sackoff as Captain Marvel. That would have been great. Like, so bad. You know, and and she, like, and there's a huge push for her to be yeah. cast as it. And then she came out and said, like, they said I was too old. 
And that's insane. And she was still younger than all the men being cast in Avengers. Yeah, it's insane. Gross. They said I was too old. That's disgusting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I would say like in the Marvel world of how I feel about all the movies, I'd give it like a B plus. Like it's yeah. not one I'll like always put on in the background. It was a little exhausting, I'll be honest, hmm. but it was good. All righty. Well, I want to mention something that's on Netflix that I think would be fun for people to watch. Okay. Um, it's a stand-up special called Stand Out. It was produced by Wanda Sykes. Love and her. it's a, a ton of <laughs> queer comedians doing like stand-up. Fun. And they each have like kind of like six minutes, but it was great. Like Wanda Sykes does a set, Tig Notaro's in it, Margaret Cho, Trixie, mm. Bob the Drag Queen, uh, Joel Kim Booster's in it, uh, Sandra Bernhard, Eddie Izzard, Rosie O'Donnell is in it for a hot Man. minute. Like it was crazy to see all of these people do like mm-hmm. for this event. And the set was really cool looking. It was like all of these, like almost like, you know, like what Orville Peck wears on his face. Yeah. So it was like fringe. that, like a whole bunch of fringe, but like with lights on it and like people's names, like, uh, like shown on it, you know, whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but it was really funny. It was really cool. Um, it was just a fun little thing to watch. And especially because like, you know, pride season and whatnot. Yeah. Um, when Scott and I went away to see Sarah McLaughlin, <laughs> we watched that in the hotel um, in the evening. And it was just like really fun to watch, um, especially because some of those comedians are like fairly new, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then some of them are people who have been doing comedy for like quite a while. Yeah. But they also had like people introducing some of them too. Like Sarah Paulson came out and introduced Tig Notaro. Oh, um, yeah, it's really cool. It was really funny. Um, it made me want to watch more Tig Notaro because I love her. I so do much. too. Uh, did you see the animated special that she did? No. It's incredible. I think what? it's on HBO. What's it called? I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> um, but um, I'll look it up real quick. But uh, she basically did stand up. And then had different animators animate over the entire thing. And that's, it's really funny. It's really cool. Um, drawn? Is it just yeah, taking that's it. drawn? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. Um, you've got to check that out. It's really okay. funny. I'm going to um, add to my list. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, anyway, it was really fun. So everybody should watch Stand Out. Um, Nataro. Drawn. Drawn. Um, I also just finished reading a book that I think would be interesting to talk about. Okay. Um, do you know the actor model Colton Haynes? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> so he just released a memoir called okay. Miss Memory Lane that he wrote. Okay. It's not a very long book. It's just like a couple hundred pages. Um, because that we, we drove to like Bend to see Sarah McLaughlin. I read most of the book on the drive on the way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause thankfully I don't get like car sick. Um, but it was really interesting to read about someone growing up in like a very, very small town, like small enough that like they didn't even have a gas station, mm-hmm. you know? And it did feel somewhat nostalgic because a lot of the things um, that he mentioned were like, you know, stuff from the nineties mm-hmm. and early two thousands. He talked about MySpace and having like mm. accounts on a MySpace and talked about XY magazine, obviously, cause he did a photo spread in that. Um, and then like, lots of stuff about America's next top model. And mm-hmm. I don't know, some of it, some of it's very like overtly sexual, obviously talking about some of his past experiences, but then a lot of the other stuff in it was kind of like um, the feeling that I got when we did the Britney podcast, that just like, it was this trip down kind of a nostalgic trip down memory yeah. lane Love to it. a lot of things that I remembered. Um, and then of course, like led all the way up to kind of like his life now, but um Anyway, it's called Miss Memory Lane. I'm sure he doesn't need the commercial from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just read it and it was fun. It was an interesting read. So, fun. I love yeah. it. Um, I think that uh, if we want, we should go into our Brittany um, update segment, Gimme More. Gimme More. Um, because time. something big happened for her. She got married. She, she got had married. her fairy tale wedding that she deserves. Uh, yeah, so I, you know, it was a pretty like hush hush event coming up to it, leading up to it. We didn't, I, there were rumors that she was getting married, but like there's rumors about her doing things all the time that are not true. So I took it with a grain of salt. I thought she just had already gotten married. I just assumed because, you know, yeah, like she's quietly. been, yeah, I was like, that makes sense. But then, yeah, then it was kind of like 
day of, we were like, oh, today is Britney's wedding and we're starting to see celebrities go on their way and get ready for it. Uh, so the first headline I saw was Jason Alexander, uh, which was the guy that she married for 52 hours in Vegas when she was in her early 20s, was trying to break in to the wedding. Yeah. I went live on Instagram video. So first of all, I just have to state the obvious that this man uh, was at the insurrection, that he stormed the Capitol building. And now here right. he is storming the second most important building in the world, Britney's house. So he's very, <laughs> he's very, this is very on brand for him. He likes to storm shit and be the center of attention. So uh, yeah, he's storming Britney's castle and uh, coming down off the mountain. I've watched the videos. They're actually pretty horrifying because he comes across very unstable and it's it's disturbing how far he gets so he goes down the hill into the uh into her property walks by security walks by staff says what's up says i'm here to crush the wedding i was her first husband where's britney where's britney it's kind and, of insane and nobody stops her and it's scary you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of the bodyguard it reminds me of like when Whitney Houston had her big old house and the security was like a piece of crap and and Kevin Costner has to come in and be like, what is this? Like that's, she needs a Kevin Costner. She needs someone to come in and be like, uh, we, let's actually get trained on how to protect this celebrity who is a huge icon and a big target for a lot of people. So he goes into her house, he finds a door that's unlocked and he's just running around her house into the living room, upstairs into her workout room. It was really bizarre to see the same house in that context because I've seen this house a million times in her own videos. Yeah. So it was weird to see the same furniture, the same hallways. It was, it was, it was very eerie. Um, and then eventually the security catches up to him and tackles him and he's yeah. gone and arrested. So it was kind of weird to see him walk through and just and just like talk to people randomly obviously yeah. people who kind of didn't know who he was and mm -hmm. assumed that he was like there just meant to be there meant to be yeah that was mm -hmm. kind of crazy it it is he's like i don't know it just like screamed of like this desperate grab for attention mm -hmm. you know and i, I mean, guess like isn't he like going to court now or wasn't he didn't he go to jail for a night i think so i mean can you imagine if he successfully crashed it like how angry people would be and how fucked up that would have been i know like do we know if he had any kind of like weapon on him do we I know if, like, you know what i mean he, he easily could have he easily could have i mean they should assume that he did because of how crazy he was i mean oh it's terrifying anyway unfortunate that that was a very unfortunate event because it a little bit overshadowed the actual wedding but it didn't yeah. take long because the news quickly switched into talking about who is attending this wedding oh selena gomez madonna drew barrymore uh, uh donatella versace paris, paris hilton. hilton paris yeah. hilton's mom <laughs> crazy it was crazy uh you know from the from the photos it didn't look like that big of a wedding mm, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't super crowded uh so it was interesting to see that like you know these were the celebrities that she chose i thought it was really sweet i love that paris hilton was there because they have been friends for a very long time and paris has been you know in contact with her through everything and spoken on her behalf and said you know how how happy she is now for her um yeah. And then Drew Barrymore is funny because she was, you know, Drew has been talking on her own talk show about Britney a lot and saying how, how proud she is of her and how she stands for her and wants to interview her. But to my knowledge, they weren't really friends. She was just kind of like a super, they were like super fans of each other. Yeah. Like they had met, but I, they've never like talked about being friends with each other before. So I, I kind of interpreted that as like Drew has been such a huge support of hers and Britney has been so obsessed with her back that like it just felt like time. She to, invited her. She invited her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then having Madonna there, who's been like such a maternal person to her. Um, and yeah, it was it was great. And then, you know, Versace was there. Versace's been a part of her life for the past year. Um, she's been sending them a lot of gifts and visited her a few times. So well, I and she made her she made her dress too. She made for her the dress wedding. totally. Um, 
there was the only one family member invited. Was it her brother? It was her brother. Yeah. Who is not the best person. And, you know, in, in that Britney documentary, maybe it was you saying this, but like he was kind of the one to be like, uh, the women in our family need to be controlled. Like that's just a part of our family is that they're out of control, that people need to control them. So I felt like her invitation to him was more of just out of spite to the rest of the family. Like I'll invite one and it's going to yeah. be you. Maybe he's the least bad and she wanted a family member. I don't know. Um, but no. he was he was supposed to be there. Apparently Gwyneth Paltrow was invited and so was Kate Hudson. And maybe they were there. They just weren't pictures of them, but they were supposed to be there. Hmm. Um, but uh, God, so she, I mean, she had her fairy tale wedding. She had her carriage, her horse-drawn carriage. It looked like straight out of like Cinderella. Yeah. It was a Cinderella aesthetic. Well, which I mean, is good for her, I'm glad. Yeah, they, they looked really happy. And um, the, the video of like Drew Barrymore, Madonna, Paris Hilton, Donatella singing Vogue. singing Vogue. I mean, and it's only like a three second clip of it. And I've watched it like, uh, like 50 times because it's, it's so funny and weird, but also great. Yeah. I'm happy for well, them. Happy for Brittany. Yay. She's married now, especially, you know, she just went through a miscarriage. Things have not been yeah. the best. So having something this positive was, I think, really good for her. Yeah. And now she's married to that hottie from the the slumber party video. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's where they met. Like, and he's been by her side through everything. So I think I think it, I actually have a lot of good vibes about this. Uh, yeah, yeah, this couple. I'm happy for them. Me too. Yeah. Well, congrats to them. Yay. Yay. Brittany's married. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm not yawning because we should end, but I'm yawning. <laughs> I mean, that might be a good time. Um, so thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. We'll hit you up with some more pop culture here real soon. Yeah, totally. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.